Hey everyone, you're listening to My Ex and I with Natalie and Michael, two people who used to date but don't anymore. They talk about their lives, dating, relationships, and basically everything else, but they're not professionals. Don't take anything they say too seriously, they're just making jokes. Except for the parts where they dip into deep commentary on social and political issues. Maybe take those ones seriously. Also, maybe don't listen to it with your kids in the car, unless you're a cool parent, in which case, what's up? My Ex and I Podcast. They're talking exes for the resties. How are you? I'm good. I was just admiring Bennett's wrinkly forehead. I was thinking about him. We record at a good time when we're at your apartment because your dogs are very energetic as soon as we wake up. Right, right, But right. then we we like let them tire themselves out mm-hmm. and then and then we record. Exactly. Because yeah. now they're both napping. I have to let them settle so yeah. that they're not annoying. Which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to go through our morning routine. We really do this every morning, regardless of whether you're here and we're recording. Is there's like a period of time between when I wake up to when I sit down to work where I have to kind of get them get them, get them all going. settled yeah. and ready. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's much like having toddlers. No, I dog sat. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was here. They're very energetic. First thing. They definitely are. Yeah. They get you going, dude. Uh, the gas station by my apartment that I always use mm-hmm. tells you to put in your pin number. Yeah. Which goes back to my Bear Margera thing. Oh, your pin number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't need to say that. Also, I did find out that BAM does not stand for Brandon something Margera. His it's middle just... name starts with like a C. Okay. But people could just call him BAM. All right. So, just so the audience knows, I know. Clearing that up. Yes. Nice. Also, that guy from 90 Day Fiance was from Moldova. Moldova. Yeah. I would have never guessed. Nope. That's where I probably thought that the European guy was from. Oh, yeah? You remember the guy who just said, I'm yes. European? See? Moldova. Like, exactly. that sounds like, it sounds yep. almost fake, yeah, if I'm being it does. honest. That's, yeah, and that's why I wanted to reference it, but I could not come up with it. Right. And my cousin Addison texted me immediately and said, <laughs> you mean Moldova. I love that season. Hell yeah. Well, thank you, Addison. Yeah, we appreciate you, bud. Yeah, I appreciate anybody correcting Michael, but never me. I'm always <laughs> right. <laughs> I need correcting. Uh, well, thank you for coming to Cincinnati to record the episode this week. Of course. You're so welcome. Uh, you know? Yeah. That's our routine. That's our routine. I just feel we like- We switched it up. I just feel like thanking you every time. You came to Columbus twice in a row, kind of. Well, you you came to Cincinnati two times in a row, dialing back to my birthday. Oh, that's true. Like the whole thing. Yeah, so that's true. I try to keep it even. Okay. Okay. Yesterday we got Chinese food. We did. Which was so nice. And we watched a movie. From a restaurant. Called China, China Food. China Food. Yeah. Feels offensive saying feels it. Feels offensive to say, but the restaurant is called China Food. And I love China Food. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. it's it's And it's so cheap. Cheap. You get so much of it. They're doing the Lord's work over there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, truly. But yeah, we, we got some really bomb Chinese food and we watched just a really, I'm really happy that you allowed me to kind of uh, be in the driver's seat for choosing the movie selection. It was beautiful. Because we ended up with um, an Amazon Prime kind of special <laughs> uh, called Sacred Vow. Sacred Vow. I, which I loved. I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> and I knew it was going to be great just reading the title. So the premise of Sacred Vow, some of you may recognize from like uh, a Facebook post that you your grandma that, shared. Who, 
I, I don't, I'm not familiar with it. It's like, it's prime boomer Facebook real estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, a, it's like, a, and I also expressed to you that it probably originated as like an email that you would forward to 10 people to show you loved the Lord or something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. You know? Yeah, yeah. That but, makes sense. But the the premise basically is that there's a husband and a wife who are like very God-fearing and, and at the beginning of their marriage and they're very in love. Um, and then as time goes by, the man kind of loses interest in the marriage and starts cheating. Yeah. He approaches his wife about a divorce and she's like, okay, I'll divorce you. I don't want anything, but I want 30 days. And in those 30 days, I want you to carry me from our bedroom to the front door every day before you leave for work. And the yeah. husband's like, this is bizarre, but I guess if I'm going to get all the money out of my divorce in this, like, sure, why, why not? Fair enough. And of course... Over the course of this 30 days, the man realizes that, you know, he's been led astray and into temptation by this evil woman that he's Wicked. been cheating with. Which, by the way, the treatment of this woman in the movie was... Was insane. Insane. Every time she was on screen, it was like horror movie music. Yes. Um, and then his big climactic event of coming to, you know, like snapping back into reality and coming mm-hmm. back to the Lord and his God-fearing wife was him... Looking her in the face and being like, you're a sick addiction. Yeah. I got to get out of here. And when she slapped him after being called a sick addiction, this man who like she presumably thought was in love with her and was going to leave his wife and like start a life Also with said, her, I never loved you. Went to her. Yeah. Said yeah. he never loved her, but also looked her in the eye. And then the monologue, like the voiceover was like, it was like I was looking into the eyes of the of devil. Of the devil. That's like, right. <laughs> this movie was like, the woman is Satan. Yes. Not him. No, no, no. It has no. nothing to do with him. He just made a mistake. She tempted him. She tempted She was him. The, the snake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so he goes back to his God-fearing wife and is like, I still love you. Thanks for letting me carry you or whatever. Um, and then like he like left to go do something. He was like. Oh, no, no. Okay. So he said. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They woke up. He carried her down. Uh-huh. And he realized that he had fallen in love with her. Mm-hmm. You're in the bathroom for this. But the line he chose to say was like, he could smell the fragrance of her blouse, oh. which I thought was very strange. Yeah. And so he told her, I'm going to go. I'm not going to go to work. I got, just got to go do something. I'll be right back to, to be in love with you again. And that's when he goes and breaks up with the lady and calls her the devil. Yeah. And whatever. he's getting all of his, he had like suits yeah. at the hotel where she was staying for some reason. Right. Uh, and he was getting all of those to come back home to tell his wife that he didn't want to get a divorce anymore right and then and then he comes home and he's like calling his wife's name in every room of the house and we've got some very interesting kind of avant-garde camera work happening yeah, where we're like following him it's yeah it's very frenzied um and then he finds his wife dead on their bedroom floor yes um because it is later revealed she had incredibly sudden terminal cancer yes yep very quick very quick she didn't tell anybody she was obviously wearing a wig for the whole movie seemingly got no treatment for it yeah yes he did not notice she was wearing a wig the whole time and it was a bad wig yes it was sliding it was very clearly not human hair like it was a bad party city wig but he did not bring it up and he never noticed even when he's like carrying this woman for 30 days with her head like a half a foot away from his face yeah 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 Another, another like loving thing that he says after I could smell the fragrance of her blouse was I finally looked at her face for the first time in a long time and I saw all those wrinkles. Yeah. And he was like, another strange thing to say. He was like, what did I, what did I do to her? What did I do to her? I gave her those wrinkles was kind of the, the theme. Uh, Yeah. But anyway, she dies as he's like holding her dead body. He kind of slides the wig back and reveals like 
the actress's oh, no. hair under a whip cap. Like, yes, very yes, clearly. very much. Yeah. Also, another really amazing thing about this movie is like we assume that it was happening in the year 2010. That was when the movie came out and it seemed to be set in the present. Yeah. There was a lot of flashbacks to this couple's marriage and the onset of their relationship that also just looked like it was set in 2010 yes <laughs> it did. they there did not have the budget to to make it a time a period time piece. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah there was no way <laughs> they chose 93 mm-hmm. which was could be doable to be honest yeah but like the the stoves had digital clocks just they like, looked like your they stove looked like my current stove yeah, yeah. yeah like they were brand new in like, 2010 yeah, yeah like brand new KitchenAid, whatever the fuck i take a couple issues with this movie Oh, obviously, I love. <laughs> obviously, I love the message. Just a couple, yeah. I love the message of Jesus? Question mark. Uh, the whole thing was kind of riddled with you had like pray for me. Like he starts praying again. They just kind of sprinkle that in there. I also take issue with the way that he was praying. Yeah. Now you can do it anyway. Yeah. Obviously, as mm-hmm. we all know. Mm-hmm. But he was like sitting, clenched fist to his forehead, in like a thinker stance. In like a thinker stance. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine the thinker statue, but the <laughs> fist is on his forehead instead of his under his chin. And he's praying. And he's praying. That's him yeah. praying. Yeah. The other arm is not. You know, you gotta. Yeah, you gotta clap your hands together for mm-hmm. God. Point it up. Uh. The first issue I take with this movie is the way when he walks in and sees his wife on the ground unconscious. Yeah. He doesn't. He immediately knows she's dead. Yeah. He doesn't call an ambulance or really do anything nope. helpful. Just because if you find someone unconscious, do something. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just automatically assume I'm too late. I've been gone 30 minutes. Clearly she's dead. Yeah. She was blue. She was blue. She looked like Grimace if I do say so she myself. Did. Uh... So I guess maybe he could deduce that she was dead, but I feel like there wasn't enough urgency in his movement when upon finding an unconscious woman that he claims to love. Right. The issue that I take, I mean, I don't know if this is you also an issue you take, but was that... Probably not. <laughs> apparently, a, a day later, they are watching a video diary that this woman made. That's a good point. In the clo- She was wearing, in the video, the clothes that she was wearing and was two feet away from the location Where that he found. he found her dead. Yes. And so they're just cool watching that like a day later. Him and his daughter. We haven't Him talked about daughter, the daughter yet. Yeah. The daughter was 16? Yeah. Something like that in high school, certainly. So, had, a, had a karate tournament and was a black belt, so. Yes. And he missed it. He missed. State championships yep. of Utah. Yeah. Uh... We all, we don't know what how she placed. We don't know if she's going to nationals. Yeah, it's that it's hard was, to say. They didn't even really. Bother so this to man pick that back up. This man finds his w- wife's lifeless body on the floor of their bedroom, their marital bedroom, mm-hmm. wearing an outfit. Yep. And then finds a video on a digital camera of her talking in the same outfit hours before she died. Yeah. The next day, as you said, maybe a couple days later, who knows? He's sitting on the couch watching it with his high school daughter. And they're they they're seemingly unfazed. Yeah, yeah. Not a big deal. It has really not hit them yet. Yeah. I don't like the sandwich that the daughter makes for the father. Yeah, the daughter makes this abomination of a food item, which is a peanut butter and jelly sandwich with chips on it. With chips on it. Uh, Liz, I I have done a chip witch before, certainly. However. <laughs> I think they added it to be like, look at these real people. This is such a weird, like quirky sandwich that this family makes for each other. Yeah. But it wasn't it wasn't well prepared. She claimed to have crushed the chips and she did not. What I didn't like was 
he she go she makes him the sandwich and then she takes it to him at the door. And apparently every day before the day starts, this family congregates by the fucking door that at the is same also time and has yeah, yeah, a little yeah. meeting. Yeah. But she hands him the paper bag with the sandwich in it, and then he's like, What is this? And she's like, It's your favorite sandwich, mashed or potato chips and fucking peanut butter and jelly. Yeah. And he was like, I taught you how to make that. And she was like, Yeah. And then he was like, I haven't made you one in a long time. And she says, Yeah. Now it's my turn. Now it's my turn. Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah. You're still a child. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. I'm a baby, but it's my turn to take care of you, Dad. Mm-hmm. Here's this gross thing that you used to make. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I hate it. I hate you it. don't chip, which? Um, I I don't really chip too much. You don't chip. I feel that chips cut the roof of my mouth too much. Well, it's too much. If you don't chew them. I, I think I maybe just have like a delicate baby a mouth. Delicate top of your baby mouth? Top, maybe. Yeah. That, ba- okay. Baby top mouth. Baby top mouth. That could be. I guess <laughs> yeah. that could be. Yeah. Man, you're missing out. Yeah. I, love and a chip. I, I don't really do like hard snacks for uh, that reason. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I had a poor friend in middle school who misunderstood the concept of the chip witch. And so he would just eat chips in between two pieces of bread. Why did you have to say that he was poor for that? I think. He was told that that's what a chip witch was. And you couldn't afford other items to put on it? Was that why you had to bring his economic status He brought this? his economic status into this. He said, I was like, that's not a chip witch. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. All I had was chips. And bread. And bread. And so I made this sandwich. Oh. Oh. God bless him. God bless him. And God bless those movie characters. Yeah. I love a good Christian movie. Yeah. Oh, really, really important. It takes me back Mm -hmm. to my roots. Yeah. You know what? I didn't really grow up with a lot of Christian propaganda. Thanks, Mom. But I did go to a a daycare where at nap time they showed VeggieTales. And I I don't think it was like an affiliated daycare, certainly. But I think VeggieTales was just like a great product. Yeah, yeah. And happened to be Christian flavored. Of course. But I don't really even remember that. You don't remember VeggieTales? I remember some VeggieTales, but I don't remember feeling like VeggieTales was trying to convert me. Like, it was good. Yeah, yeah, It was tasteful. It wasn't all Christian all the time. Yeah, there was a hairbrush song. The hairbrush. Yeah. I remember taking issue with that song, but I don't remember what it was. (laughs) You got a lot of issues Tom the Tomato had a hairbrush. Yes. That was stolen. No, Larry the Cucumber had a hairbrush. Yes. That was stolen. By whom? The Peach. The Peach. Who has hair. That's my issue. Yeah. <laughs> Larry needs to let it go. Yeah. The peach needs a hairbrush. Uh-huh. Larry doesn't because he's a cuke. But it's still his. I understand. <laughs> but they clearly have a stressed economy if the peach cannot afford a hairbrush. And so, you, you know, Jesus. Jesus. Maybe that's the point. I think so. I don't remember the end of the song. Maybe Larry's like, please take it. You need it more than I do. Because I'm a vegetable. I think it is. Probably. I think that does is what happens. A peach is a fruit. A peach is a fruit. Veggie tails. A tomato's a fruit. A tomato's also a fruit. Mm-hmm. But like a sneaky one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't like that the peach is there. <laughs> it should be produce tails. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> fruit and veggie tails. So I wanted to tell you about something this week that I, after I decided that I wanted to tell you about it, I realized that it would probably involve like showing you through 
playing the songs that I'm going to talk about, and okay. we don't really have a solid plan for doing that in a podcast we environment. We do not. Not right now. So I'm just going to talk about these songs, and if you're interested in them, listener, you can go listen to them. Okay. Um, but I want to talk about the phenomena of pop singers covering Broadway songs. I'm not familiar, as um, you might have guessed. Yeah. So, so whatever... And, and, you know, I probably have a limited knowledge of it. So, sure. you know, write the show and tell me about more that I've missed. But if it's maybe to kind of hype the release of perhaps a movie version of a musical uh-huh. or, you know, whatever the case may be, sometimes pop singers will get stuck with singing a song from a show. And as, and as you know... Most musical theater songs are a little bit on the campier side. Absolutely. You know, they're usually like specific to the context that they're sang in. Yes. So there will be some odd details that like when removed from that context sound a little kooky. Yes. Um, it's very difficult for me to get into it, I think, for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so bad sometimes that I really like it a lot. And specifically what... Musical theater or the pop stars? The pop covers of musical theater yeah, yeah, songs yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes can be really bad because you've removed the camp, the campy song from the context of the show where it does make sense. Yeah. And so now you just have this campy song. Okay. And then you have these sometimes obscure pop artists who are just trying to put their stamp on the world. Yes. And so they'll cover these beloved songs, but they are not... They're too. It's like it's like putting chips on a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Exactly. Like it's it shouldn't not. Be. It shouldn't be. It's like banging a hot redhead when you're married. Yeah, that's an, that's another thing that happened. I <laughs> thought you were just saying. I thought that no, was just that's a, a reference phrase. to the movie. It, she was red. I don't think we said she was a redhead. Oh, I'm, excuse me. Yeah, she was a redhead. She was a redhead. Which, as we all know, the most satanic of yes, colors. absolutely, yeah, um, the most tempting. Yes, yeah. Oh God. But um. So anyway, what really inspired me. To share this with you was the band Play, the music group Play. Okay. Um, who had uh, minor success in the early 2000s with like the young girl crowd. Sure. I had a Play CD. Okay. Featuring the song, you know, Us Against the World. Sure. The song Cinderella that was later covered in the Cheetah Girls. Okay. I'm familiar. Yeah. With that, the Cheetah that Girls. That was a Play, Play song, that song too. Um, for, for a subsequent studio album from Play... They decided to cover the song Hard Knock Life from Annie. choice. Yeah. And didn't change any of the lyrics. Interesting. And this girl is just going in on like Mariah Carey style riffs talking about oh, being in an orphanage. Sure. It's incredible. You have to embrace it. It's incredible. You have to embrace it. It's really imagine like a, a, like a dollar store Spice Girls just going in on Hard Knock Life. I like that a lot. It's actually. it's really inspiring. This reminds me of the phenomenon of the like uh the punk goes blank. Yeah, punk goes CDs. pop, punk yeah. goes whatever. Yes. Yeah. Imagine a punk goes Broadway. I exactly. can we is anybody is listening in the music industry who has that power? I will, make it happen. Uh, make it happen. I'll buy every CD. Yeah, I'll yeah. bankrupt myself. I don't think they sell CDs anymore. Uh, well, you know, I'm still. <laughs> I'm back in play space. I'll stream it. I'll stream it. I'll stream it every day. I'll buy every stream. But yeah, the other examples of this. Um, there's another example of this uh, with the song "Popular" from Wicked. Oh uh, yes. Was, it was kind of this Love one it. was less of a cover and more of a. It was the source material for a song by the pop artist Mika. Uh-huh. featuring an early career Ariana Grande. Wow. Yeah. She was just coming out of her Nickelodeon era, and she hopped on this, like, 
popular inspired radio song. Interesting. Um, when yeah. you say inspired, do they like sample a recording of it? They 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 sample the melody. Okay. Um, and the, and the the popular like the the way that they sing that, but yeah. then they have verses that are like. It's a pop song and we're... But they're doing the melody? Yeah. That's strange. It's strange. Does your chain hang low? Do you remember that song? Yeah! <laughs> that was a weird one. That was a weird There's one. There's an ice cream truck that has been coming <laughs> into my fucking apartment complex and it drives me nuts. The other day when we were on the phone, it was doing... Um, oh, I recognized it and I said, what is this song, Michael? And you said, I don't know. And then I figured it out, but then you started on another story. I think it was like Burning Love or something yes. by Elvis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah, they're not doing the the they're classics. They're not doing the classic. And the ice cream tr- the thing you have to understand about ice cream trucks is the music plays so loud yeah. because they want to attract everyone in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm in in an apartment and the ice cream truck is parked fucking right there. 30 yards away from me yeah. from where I'm sitting. Yeah. It's loud as shit. Right. And this thing has come back like 4 days in a row. And I'm, parks right outside my window and just blares. I'm telling you, it's because somebody in the apartment complex called the ice creamery and they were like, listen, man, we got a lot of kids in this complex. You got to get a truck out here. Yeah, you said that, but I still don't understand where you're getting that number. <laughs> the phone number for the ice cream truck? For the truck? ice cream truck, man. I don't know. I don't, I don't think they take requests. Maybe they do. I don't know. Um, apparently, like, I just, knowing where your apartment is. I don't understand how an ice cream truck would know about it unless they were told. That's true. That's true. Well, there's like a little residential neighborhood behind me. Maybe they were driving in there, I guess. Yeah. And then they just saw a bunch of kids and these kids come out all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's another thing, though. I've never seen a kid. Go to the ice cream truck? Go to the ice cream truck. So it just comes there, blares music, makes no sales and leaves? I don't know. I, I I don't sit there and watch it. So it is possible that kids come, but every time I look at it, there's no children there. Interesting. Have you ever thought about going down to it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't want to encourage it is the problem. I want the ice cream, but I don't want to give it a reason to come back. Right. I'm saying it because it's like the ice cream (laughs) truck is autonomous and I don't want to gender it. (laughs) And I don't want the ice cream truck anymore. It's so when I was talking to you on the phone, my windows were closed. Yeah, and it was, yeah. and you could identify the song it was playing. Yeah, it's so loud. It, it, it was a weird song, man. I hate it. Yeah, you're supposed to do. Do your ears hang low? Mm-hmm. There was one do day where hang low. Do your chain hang low? Yeah. There was one day where it was just playing Christmas music. What is the next line? Does it wobble to the flow? I, I believe he in, doesn't change that. He doesn't change that one. <laughs> yeah. Do it shine in the light. Is it platinum? Is it gold? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Something that I do want to. Those are the two choices between chains. It's is it silver platinum, and gold. Is it gold? It's... No, but a platinum chain would be better than. Yeah, but I don't think anyone does that. They might. Diamond. I interrupted you. No. Uh, where's the dot? <laughs> yeah. No, not. Maybe he says diamond. I think he probably does sometimes. Probably. He switches it up. He maybe. Maybe. Who was that? Well, a diamond is a stone. So if you have a diamond chain, there's going to be a metal that the diamond is set in. You're not just going to have a diamond chain. That's true. So he's talking about the metal. Platinum. Yeah, platinum is a metal. Yeah. Dude, I don't know, man. I've, wa- I've watched a lot of jewelry hauls from rappers. Oh, is that true? <laughs> it is. And <laughs> okay. I don't think anyone ever says platinum. But a platinum is like a good metal. It's it like is. a better quality white metal than silver. Yeah, but maybe you can't get it into a Cuban... Links or whatever they call them. 
I don't know. It started with Post Malone. I was just watching Post Malone videos. Something I do want to highlight about <laughs> pop covers of Broadway songs is that there are intentional, like the Hamilton mixtape. Yes. There's there's intentional versions of these where they do make them good or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. talking about that. I'm talking about the absolute tragedy that is a pop group thinking that Hard Knock Life will make them blow up. Right. So That is a tragedy. That is what I, yeah, that's what I want to clarify. On the Hamilton mixtape, is it artists doing Broadway th- songs? It's a it's artists doing songs from Hamilton. I don't know. I oh, don't actually okay. care. Yeah, that makes sense. I've never actually listened to Hamilton. We met someone who was on the Hamilton mixtape. Who? Uh, Dessa. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't care because uh, <laughs> I've never heard Hamilton, and I don't. I've never listened. I've to also that never, mixtape. Nah, I've never heard Hamilton. Uh, I also do want to want to plug that there's a um, an Owl City cover. Fuck of, me. Of waving through the window from Dear Evan Hansen that I wrote. I've in, never heard of either of those. I mean, I've heard of Owl City, of course. Right. But never the song or the musical you I, just named. I don't expect you to. Yeah. Um, well, actually, we were listening to a Ben Platt song just before we started recording, and He's that was the original Evan Hansen in the show with your Evan Hansen. The original. It doesn't matter. A song that that man sang that we just saw got covered by Owl City. That seems unfortunate. It's good. It was actually, Is it's it actually good? okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't I'll, remember if Owl City's talented. I like him. I think that he's... His talents are limited, but he does have some, and he's doing stuff with them, and I can do nothing but respect that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But anyway, that's all I had to say. I remember his lyrics being jacked. Like, so strange. Yeah. Right? Well, you would not believe your eyes if 10,000 fireflies Fireflies. lit up the world while you fell asleep? Yes. Okay. That, I I honestly think, and audience, you're going to have to do research into this, but I think that's one of the more sensible choices he made (laughs) lyric-wise. I really do. I, I think that was like the most digestible. I'm pretty sure it's like nonsensical shit that he got from his dreams or whatever. I'm trying to go through the chorus of Fireflies. Yeah, yeah. No, we shouldn't. We yeah. shouldn't because it's awful. All right. That song was overplayed. It's a good one though. It's okay. It's, it makes me nostalgic now. Yeah, that's true. Like it was overplayed at the time, but if I hear it now, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. I just saw a TikTok uh, kid. He's pointing to his phone like he's <laughs> an old man. A TikTok kid. A TikToker. Uh, doing uh, an emo hair tutorial. Oh, cool. Like a young person. Yeah, Who good. just is like bringing back the style. She like put in uh, extensions that were all fucked colors and did like the... Heavily flat iron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Isn't that cool? So cool. But I don't like that that's retro. Rar XD. Rar XD. Yeah. Urban Outfitters or some shit was selling a band t-shirt that I used to own. <laughs> As vintage. <laughs> and that's real. That's real. Michael, we're getting old. I know. I don't like it. Vintage. I mean, t- the year 2000 was 21 years ago, Michael. Yeah. Yeah. But I probably bought that shirt in 2008. And that was last year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. That's how it feels. Uh, oh, no. Speaking of last year. Uh-huh. Last year was, as we may all have forgotten Sick by this transition. point. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I like it a lot. Uh, it was a global pandemic last year. I don't know if you forgot. Currently still. Yeah, it still is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so um, I was dating. Uh-huh. I was single and I was dating through the through the pandemic. Yeah. Um, you know, and sometimes that's a decision that I feel a little guilty slash embarrassed about, but I also just have to... Keep in mind that I live alone and don't have a lot of friends around me. Sure. And so I think it was justified. Probably that's what I tell myself to make myself feel better. Don't come at me. That's all right. Um, but what I wanted to do was kind of reflect 
on this unique and unprecedented and hopefully will never happen a fucking again experience yeah. of going through a whole year of dating during, during a, a quarantine. <laughs> it was weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have some thoughts. I'm excited. This is, uh, I wrote in the Google Doc that this segment is called Dating in Quarantine, A Look Through the Ages. I love it. I love it. The age. The ages. <laughs> there were at least five ages, and I have them outlined. Oh, okay. Shit. Era one. <laughs> stage one, which was last year, 2020, March through May. This okay. Is, this is the era that I'm calling Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. Nice. I like um, that. Thank you. You know, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was nice. It was kind of quaint. We all maybe thought that it wasn't going to last for very long, yeah. so we kind of had a... A quaint little approach to it. We opened our minds and our hearts to Zoom dates and That's phone cute. calls. Yep. Um, I wrote that singles during this time were plagued with hubris. Many of us took a took the pandemic as a sign to take a break from dating. That uh-huh. was kind of the mindset of a lot of people. Was you know we were kind of hesitant to yeah. go out. Um, I, I certainly did that. We had no idea what was ahead of us, though. Um, no. So notable dates for me during this time, the beginning of the pandemic. Um, I, I, I wrote that I kind of ditched a clinger. I had okay. a, I kind of had a, a dude at the beginning of the pandemic who was very much like wanted to be over at my house all the time. Oh yes. I remember this guy. Yeah. Yeah. I bought him like $200 worth of clothes from Target and then ghosted him like two days later. Strange. It was strange. Yeah. I felt bad for him. Well, yeah. And I just wanted to set him up for success and send him yeah, on his get way. Get out there, kid. He didn't really have a lot of pants. And so I was like, ah. You need those. I know that struggle. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I kind of, I kind of wrapped him up in a little bow and pushed him out the That's door nice. right before the quarantine really hit. That's nice. Um. He did bring me a box of disposable gloves. Oh, okay. And I still have them. So. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um. He was trying to be helpful. Yeah. And shortly after that, I attempted getting back with an ex-boyfriend. Uh-huh. Um. Which was a mistake. Sure. Uh, dating the man in, in the first place was a mistake. Yeah. And then for some reason in the middle of a pandemic, I, I said to myself, maybe that, maybe that, maybe that again, um, that didn't work. He, not me, by the way, not you. We should, no, we should clarify. <laughs> we should clarify. We should clarify. The title of this podcast is my ex and I, <laughs> right? No, I do have more than one ex and this was a not Michael ex. This was an ex of mine that lived in Cleveland. Uh, so we started like doing kind of a long distance thing. He came to visit me one time and I said, this is probably a good idea. Yeah. And then we, we, we talked for another week. He came to visit me again. And then after he left, I knew that I was never going to hear from him again. Interesting. And he didn't, I didn't. And he didn't hit you up. Nope. Oh, we didn't even break up again. Right. Well, you weren't really in it. We weren't really in it. I thought we were whatever. I'm an idiot. Well, but you know, that's. That's what it'll, that's what happens in the beginning of a quarantine. Yeah, absolutely. When, when you think the world's all upside down, you sure. don't know what's right or what's left. No. So stage two was June through August, and I'm calling this stage, we can sit outside, I guess. Okay, yeah. This was where, you know, everything had closed, and then America being what it is, we had to find a way to kind of half open again. So restaurants yeah. were doing, you know, outside table service a little bit. A big quarantine date was like we could go for a walk. Sure. You know, yeah. things we were kind of trying to half do it in the summer. Um, and kind of the the energy among singles during this time was a lot of us were still seeking a quarantine buddy. You know, we were kind of still in the stage one mentality, but some of us still wanted to have a hoe summer. 
Uh huh. So, you know, there was a lot of mismatching of energy. I imagine so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so notable dates for me during this time period was um, I I went on a masked trip to the aquarium with a man. It. Yeah. You um, love the aquarium? We did like the, I do love the aquarium. We did, did the whole time to entry thing. Oh, nice. Um, thought that maybe it wouldn't be very populated because, you know, who's going to a pandemic, who's going to an aquarium in a pandemic? Turns out a lot of children. Sure. So it's just me and a man in masks in an aquarium trying to keep six feet away from screaming children. And it wasn't super romantic. That doesn't sound super romantic. No. Or no. enjoyable. No. I mean, <laughs> he, uh, we went on another date after that. I think he came over and then afterwards he told me he still wasn't over his ex-girlfriend. So sure. Didn't yeah. work out. Yeah. It's a good time to bring that up. Didn't work out. Um, another date apparently I went on in, in my notes I wrote, texted a guy while watching Big Fish. Literally forgot about this. <laughs> To make to make these notes, I was going through my text messages of yeah. all the last year, and I found this text thread where a man whose number I didn't save, so I don't know his name, mm. we were just texting through the movie Big Fish. Apparently was not a hit for me. Was he also watching it? Yeah. Oh, interesting. We turned it on at the same time. Weird. And we're, we're like, we're going to talk about it. I don't know. That's a strange movie to do that with. It, it was. Yeah. 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 Didn't work. I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah. Um, another notable one was a man that I, I, I went, we got carry out tacos okay. and walked around downtown Cincinnati while attempting to like eat tacos and walk and talk to each other. One at of the, the worst same time. foods you could have picked. Yeah. Um, we did, we did do a smooch. Okay. And then he told me that he was uh, talking to somebody else and was more interested in her. So. Right after the smooch? No, it was like the next day. But oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give it a day. Yeah, it was, still wasn't good. No. Um, but he was very nice. Uh, Doesn't sound like it. Well, he was nice about it. You know, I don't mind being rejected if you're polite about it. And he was sure. polite about the rejection. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I wrote for this period was just a 23-year-old. Mm. And that didn't work. I think because I just... Too young. Too young. I keep can't be doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You're 27. Seven. Mm-hmm. All right, so stage three was September through December, an, an era that I'm calling cuffing season, but worse. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I wrote, this era of quarantine dating was truly hell. Um, it started to get cold. Singles were faced with the looming winter, causing us to act clingy and desperate one minute and very protective of the solitude we'd endured for so long the next. Mm. We treated each other like selfish, wounded animals. Interesting. And that's true. And I believe that. Yeah. Notable dates. For me, during this time period, I texted with a guy who worked an opposite schedule from me, but for some reason still wanted to date me, but never wanted to set up a time for us to go on a <laughs> date because we couldn't because he literally worked the opposite schedule than me. Yeah. And also he nagged me about having two dogs. Nice. He was like... What does that neg look like? Well, he was like talking to me about his cat. And I was like, oh, have you ever thought about like getting another cat for your cat? Like yeah. I got my dog, like I got a puppy a and like buddy. it really changed his behavior and like I think made him happier ultimately. And he was like, no, I just can't be imagine like being like our age and being responsible for like not just one life, but two. Like I just don't feel like that's like a good idea. And I was like, yeah, I just told you that that's what I do, but okay. He, how old was he? He was my age. 27. Yeah. Some 27 year olds are in charge of two children. People. Yeah. 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 
And like spouses and stuff. Yeah. And mortgages and mm-hmm. a lot of things. Yeah, but he didn't he didn't think that was a good idea. Just one cat. Just the one. And he was like, he was like, I never thought I'd get a cat. I only got it because of my last relationship. Like I just don't trust myself. And I was just like, well, I don't trust you to date me. Then. I don't trust myself what? To, to like, keep the take, cat alive? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Bad. Pretty easy. Bad. Keeping cats alive. Bad. Um, and another one was do you remember when I went on a date with a guy and we went to a cemetery and ate soup? I can't say that I do. <laughs> I feel like I should remember that. We went on a picnic to a cemetery and I made us a soup and I got thermoses. Listen. What kind of soup? I poured my heart and soul into this soup. Okay. It was a second date. So the first date we grabbed coffee and took a walk. I thought it was good enough to say, yeah, let's go to the cemetery and eat some soup. Who suggested the cemetery? Not you. We were like, okay, we were like walking around Clifton and he pointed down uh, a street and was like, have you ever been to the cemetery down there? Because apparently it's it's like a big historic cemetery that's also kind of like an arboretum. Like people just like walk uh-huh. around there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he was like, if you ever have a chance to like go there, you should. And I then I think we were like kind of brainstorming second date ideas at the same time. And it just I don't remember who suggested it, but it just kind of made sense. That makes more sense. OK. And it was like it was autumn. So I was like, yeah, let's go to a cemetery and like I'll make a soup. That makes sense. You know, I have like, kissed a girl in a cemetery before. Yeah. It's I didn't not mean to sound weird. so judgy. Yeah. 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 So listen, I pour my heart and soul into this soup. It's a it's a Zupa Toscana from Olive Garden Dupe. OK. There is gnocchi in it. Uh-huh. Um, wait, there's not gnocchi in that. Whatever. There was gnocchi. Yeah. And I'm like, I packed this like adorable picnic basket with like these thermoses and he's supposed to bring wine. So I pack Pretty wine easy. glasses yeah. and he does bring wine, but it's like the little, um, like one single serving Sutter home plastic bottles that's in like an eight pack. That's unfortunate. It was unfortunate. I was a little mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could understand why you'd be mad. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then and then we drove around for a little bit because he Is that d- a cheaper option for wine? I don't know. It was a like Like a, why would he do that? I don't know. Does he have meat on his chip witches? You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, he he so Afterwards, we like kind of wanted to go back to one of our places, but he didn't want to let me go back to his place because he said that his roommate was there and like didn't he didn't give his roommate a heads up. His roommate also was his ex-girlfriend. He said he didn't want his he didn't give his roommate a heads up. um, So he couldn't take me back to his place. And I didn't want to take him back to my place because I just didn't want to. I just don't take people back to my place after two dates. Like, that's just something that I don't like to do and so we just kind of drove around and he kind of like kept being like i you know you don't have a roommate like and i was just like no like we're not going to my place that's so weird and this continued into we went on another date where i think we just walked around again um but then we drove around for an hour and a half michael we drove around for an hour and a half because it's date three at this point. Yeah. We've made out a couple times. Uh-huh. And I'm, I am I asked him, I was like, did you tell your roommate that you like might, we might go back to your place? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, well, I still don't really like feel comfortable you going to my place. Um, or like maybe I had something to do. I don't know. Because he did drop me off at home. So he didn't know where I lived. I don't know what I was thinking at that time. But yeah. basically, I didn't want him to come over. 
So he drove around for an hour and a half trying to find a place for us to have sex in his car. And I was only stoked about that for like the first 10 minutes. And after the first 10 minutes, I did not want to have sex with this man in his car anymore. Like the euphoria, like hormones were gone. And I was like really over it. And I feel like you could probably tell in like my attitude and my body language and literally everything if you would just like ask me what was going on. But he continued to drive around until he gave up, drove me back to my apartment and then parked on that side street next to my apartment and said, oh, actually, this is pretty secluded. No, it's not. It's not. Um, And so I kind of gave him like a half-hearted blowjob. Sure. That only lasted like a minute. Sure. And then I left and went on my merry way. Yeah, yeah. That was the man who I had told, like I told my apartment door. I told him where my apartment door was and he still didn't remember. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That does make a lot of sense. Yeah. So that that happened. What time of the day? Um, are you driving around? It was like, it was like becoming, it was like twilight. So it was light when we set out and then the sun was setting. And by the time we got back to my place, it was like getting dark. Okay. Yeah. It being dark makes more sense. Yeah. That is just so high school. (laughs) I know. It was so high school. And for a minute that was like kind of fun and exciting. Yes. It has to be spontaneous. But even in high school, I wouldn't have driven around for an hour and a half. Right. Yeah. Too much. It expired, dude. Absolutely. It expired. Yeah. And I was in a bad mood. Yeah. 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 Uh, Yeah. So there was that. That's incredible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was really reflective of this time period. There was that. There was another guy who I actually thought I was dating. Like. He hung out a lot of the time. He came over. We were like, we had sex a couple times. Like, I thought we were dating. He like met some of my friends. Yeah. But there was never like a crazy amount of chemistry. And I think I was kind of just like waiting for him to open up to like maybe establish that or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then one day I just didn't text him first. And he also never texted me and we just never talked again. That is so weird. It was so weird. That is so strange. Yep. I can't imagine that. Yeah, that was bizarre. Um, and then the, uh, the, the last one that I wrote down for this time period was a guy that I went on one date with to the coffee shop that was kind of open through quarantine because their seating area lends itself to being very distant and it's down the street from my house. So it was kind of my go-to spot for, it still is for like when, when I'm working from home, but I just need to get out of my house. Yeah, Yeah. It's a good place to go sit. Yeah. So I took this guy there on a first date. He never texted me again. But I know from this coffee shop's Instagram that his fucking band has played there now that things are open at least two times. And I'm pissed because he knows about that spot because of me. That's so funny. I know. <laughs> it was like, I'm not going to go on a second date with this girl. But damn. This but I wonder if they let, would let me do a gig here. This spot's cool. Yeah. That's fucking hilarious. And he did like talk to the man behind the desk about that. Behind, about. Behind the register. Yeah. About his band playing there while I was on the date with him and just standing there next to him. That is so funny. Like a good 20 minutes. What kind of music? I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> it matters. It matters. I don't. You can. I'll tell you the band later and you can look it up. I'd love to. I don't care. Not good. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. listened? No. Oh, you have to listen to it. No, I can't do that. Because when it's gonna, when it's, uh, it's gonna be terrible. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. If and, a guy's, gonna, and that's gonna make you feel better. Listen, this is a, a kind of a personal rule. If a guy that I'm dating plays music, I don't want to get into it super early. Like I want to go on yes. a couple dates with him without knowing what that's like. That's a good call. Yeah. Because I am gonna judge him based on that's a very what good that call. sounds like. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You don't. No. Yeah. Yeah. Separate worlds. Yeah. Um. All right. Stage four. 
uh-huh. in the era in the in the quarantine dating timeline was January 2021 through February, which I'm calling New Year, New Us. Sure. Um, with 2020 finally behind us, singles were able to approach dating with a new, hopeful perspective. Unfortunately, our mangled confidence and broken social skills were there to remind us that 2021 did not look look much different uh-huh. than 2020. Um, notable date for me during this time was just a Zoom date with a guy who I'd been talking to for quite a while, maybe two weeks we were texting. I really liked him. Damn. We went on a Zoom date. And it was awkward. Sure. That happens. Always. You know, a Zoom date is going to be awkward. You don't have the in-person chemistry. There's like lag, you know, like. The lag fucks me up. It fucks you up. But I thought overall it was nice. We had dinner together. We like both made pasta and wine and like ate it together. And then just kind of chatted for a bit. I thought it was nice. He texted me afterwards and was just like, hey, I understand if you don't want to keep doing this. Like you just didn't really seem into it. And I thought that was a really unfair assessment. Of how you were feeling? Yeah, and I that really turned me off, and I, uh, I I did not follow up. Strange. Yeah, it's it was his lack of confidence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were you were like, no, no, no. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't put up with that. No. That I, is a strange thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> like he he basically like was giving me an out, and I was like, if you're giving me an out, there's got to be a reason. I'm gonna take it. So yeah. I'm gonna take it. I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And then the final stage, which I didn't write down any notable dates for because, you know, they're still kind of happening to me, but it's February. This is the stage we're in. Yeah. Yeah. It's March to now, which I'm calling, we're still doing this question mark. Uh Uh-huh. Which dating now is just like, it's basically normal. I mean, basically it's just normal life, but you just have to wear a mask when you're in public. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I just feel like, psychologically everybody is still lightly traumatized and so it's hard to connect with people yeah yeah um but hopefully we're all growing out of that and i think so we'll return to normal soon probably yeah it's hard for me to speak on it because i just don't don't do it at all but anyway thank you for listening to my recap of what the last year in men i really liked like that that sa- it seemed like what carrie bradshaw would be doing thank you i did have a little carrie bradshaw moment as yeah. i was writing this i yeah. was just like i couldn't help but wonder <laughs> what does a pandemic have to say about ourselves i love it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. That, that felt very very on brand yeah thank you man that's a lot too yeah yeah i only, I only went on a couple bad zoom dates and that was it yeah yeah I, sh- I I wish I would have zoomed more, but like I said, they're gonna be awkward. I found that oddly inspiring. What? This the journey. My journey. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Because it makes me feel like I should put myself out there more. Get out there, you Mike. Went, you you did a lot. I put I really put myself through the ringer this yeah. past year. Um, but really, the only other option was just like sitting at home being sad, and I already do that on I most did, weeknights. Yeah, I did that one. So it's like, I got to do something. I played Minecraft with my friends. See, I don't know how to play Minecraft. And I really think that that or was Rocket the League. difference between you and me. Yeah. yeah is yeah, that yeah. you played Minecraft and I, and you know. And <laughs> <laughs> that's the current one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And Among Us. And Among Us. As everyone did at the beginning of the pandemic. I didn't. You didn't. I got through this whole fucking pandemic without one game of Among Us. Oh, that's a bummer for you. Is it? Yeah. I'm kind of proud of it. It's a great game. As a contrarian? That game actually really stressed me out. Oh, I bet. I wanted to hang out with my friends and be with them, but I didn't like lying to them. Yeah. I, oh, man. 
it really made me panic. No, oh, I'm so sorry. I just wanted to be a crewmate every time. I did realize something that we talked about that gives me anxiety during our recordings is not knowing the time that we're at. Oh, okay. And then we talked about why doesn't Natalie just set a timer for herself when yes. we start. And I did fail to do that this time. Okay. So could I bother you for a quick time check? Uh, yes. It is, we're 47 minutes in. Okay. That feels good. Almost 48. Okay, yeah, that absolutely. That feels good to me. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. just want to know. Because, you know, sometimes it feels like just 10. Yes, that's true. That's true. And no. And other times it feels like three hours. That's it's like I don't know. True. I have no sense of time. <laughs> yeah, I man, I fucked up. I should have reminded you to start a timer. Michael, that's <laughs> not you fucking up. I'm the producer, Natalie. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> I'm the talent. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dates, Ooh. I wrote this down last week, but I I don't think I brought it up. Okay. Yeah. I am worried that women swipe left on me because my name's Michael and they have a negative association with the name Michael. I feel like I did this to you because I have asked you, would it be weird for you if I dated another man named Michael? Yeah. Because there's just so many of you. There's so many. And so the the notion that someone is going to have a negative uh, association with that name yeah. is kind of high, to be honest. Yeah. Because a lot of us are shitty. Yeah. And so they they probably have at least some association with the name Michael. It's almost yeah. impossible that a woman would not. Oh, yeah. And so... That's difficult. But I also, I kind of like Michael as just like a generic man name because men with weird names stress me out. Like, I don't want to date like a dude named fucking like. Braxton. Braxton. Yeah. Braxton. Yeah. Hoban. Hoban. That's my friend's last name. I hate that. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Chance. Chance is weird. Graymond. (laughs) These aren't names. (laughs) These are not names. <laughs> you don't, you've never met a Graymond? These are names of children being born now. Yeah. Like, we, like, yeah, people our age are naming kids that shit, mm-hmm. which yeah. is strange. Yeah. But I, 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 you know. So Michael's basic. You're Michael's. Maybe it's basic enough that you can't have that's, an association. That's what with I'm it. thinking. Like, okay. you're Michael's, yeah. you're Matt's, you're Mark's, you're Chris's, you're, yeah. you're fucking. James's, your James's. Your John's. Well, I, I can't do a John. You named a lot of names that I was almost named. <laughs> I was going to be Michael, Matt, or Mark. Yeah. Or Ryan, my mom told me. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Ryan's another really good generic one. That's true. Yeah. Alex. I'm just going to name our friends. Alex. Yeah. Yeah. That's another basic ass one. Yeah. Names where you have to call them by the last name. Right. Yep. Yep. But, yeah. So, I yeah, I almost like that because it's like... I know yeah, you're so me many feel better Alexes. About it. I know so many Alexes that I just can't have one association. Exactly. And yeah. Michael's probably the same way. Yeah. Unless they associate it with St. Michael. Right. In which case, that's good. Is it? Isn't it? Is that what you want from a woman that you are going to have sex with? He's the defender of the universe. <laughs> I thought that was He-Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's it's the Christian myth of St. Michael. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think it's He-Man. Uh, uh, no, that's Masters, Masters of the Universe. Of the universe. <laughs> there yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not there Defender. Okay. I knew it was wrong, but I <laughs> yeah. couldn't put my finger on it. <laughs> yeah. Why do you know that, by the way? <laughs> Why? Yeah, you shouldn't know that. I was really into the She-Ra reboot, and then I was like, would I be into the original She-Ra and the rest of the He-Man He-Man's line the of one products? with all the, like, ridiculous character names. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like. Tongue lasher. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, that, that is one. <laughs> it is one, I yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> I like them. Yeah. Oh, we should get into Skeletor. He-Man. Skeletor. Skeletor's great. Yeah. Yeah. Skeletor's a classic. Yeah. 
uh, Buzz Buzzor Buzzaw. Many faces mm-hmm. was one. Mm-hmm. He has many faces. Wow. Yeah, yeah. We shouldn't name He Man characters, <laughs> but we did pretty well off the top of our head, actually. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, I did have a question for you. Yeah. So you're a man uh, who uh, is sexually attracted to women. Yep. Do you think vulvas are pretty? Do I think vulvas are pretty? Yeah, they can be. Yeah? Yeah. Not everyone, certainly. That's stressful. That not every vulva is pretty? Yeah. Do you think every dick is pretty? I mean, no, so I get it. Yeah. But like, it's stressful. I don't know if mine's pretty. And like, I feel self-conscious about that pretty much all the time. I don't remember. I so know. I feel I like. I know that. But if, if I, I would remember, it would have been for a bad reason. Yeah. You know that's what I'm saying? Kind of, we've had this conversation about your about penis. About my penis. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm returning that favor Thank now. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I don't think you need to worry. Thank you. I, I, again, some you wouldn't find beautiful necessarily. Yeah. But also nothing's going to like take me out of the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. There are some dicks where you'd be like, no, no, no. <sighs> Yeah, but maybe. is it the shape or the way it looks? I mean, okay, take me out of the game is is harsh, but there are definitely some that are like startling. I don't want to look at this a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And 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 I I need to qualify this. <laughs> I need to qualify <laughs> this saying that I'm only like really like twenty percent into dudes. Right, that's a good point. Regardless of my, I'm scared of women and I don't really date them, and that's a whole other issue that I have to work out. But like. When I say that some dicks scare me, it's it's because <laughs> that's a good point. It's because the the threshold for attraction is very high yes. for me personally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I'm makes not sense. trying to body shame anybody. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. That, yeah, I get that. I get that for sure. Yeah. Phoebe Bridgers retweeted something one time that was like, "I'm attracted to all women in like six men." Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Well. But I. But I just. I just. You know. Even as a, a woman who's attracted to women, I don't think about vulvas and and I'm in like that doesn't like rev me up. I don't think uh, d- dudes generally do either. Okay, okay. Genitals are weird, right? Yeah, right. So like, I didn't know if like dudes were just like jacking off to labia, though. You know what I mean? Like, I would say most are not. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. From personal experience, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. I don't know. Just, just like you know, genitals are weird. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, dick pics aren't good for a reason. That's true. That's true. But I've definitely asked for some dudes. I've definitely had some dudes ask me to do a whole spread eagle situation. See, and I've had other female friends that have told me that. And I don't care for that at all. And I've never done it. I want to put out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, not that if you do, it's not bad. It's just that I have never been able to bring myself to do that because I don't know how to get that to be sexy. Right. You don't know what he's looking for. No, not right. at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I that's why I did want to say not I would say most dudes are not. Yeah. But I, I have had, yeah, women friends who have been like They just want dudes dudes have asked they me just, for that. They yeah, they want an anatomical view. And it's like Yeah, weird. I, I don't get that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Volvo is almost academic. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like any picture of it is gonna look like a medical diet. Right, exactly. Yeah. Opal is upset. She wants on my lap. Yeah. Opal, this is a grown-up conversation. Well, I had a game for you. Okay. Ooh, okay. If you're satisfied with that topic. Well, I don't know that I ever will be, but we can stop (laughs) talking about it, certainly. (laughs) You, uh, 
not that long ago brought a game to me based on off of one of my celebrity interests, which is trying to guess people's net worth. Yes. Uh, my new game is am I taller than this person? Okay. 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 I've been I've been loving this game recently. Okay. Now, I'm six one ish. Anyone taller than me thinks I'm fucking five ten, and I acknowledge that. But for the purposes of this conversation, we are going to go off the last time I was measured at my doctor's office, and I was six foot one something. Okay. okay? Uh, okay. And I'm so I'm going to throw some celebrities at you, and you mm-hmm. tell me whether or not I'm taller than them. Okay. We're going to start off with Iron Mike Tyson, heavyweight champion of the world Mike boxer. Tyson? Yeah. You are taller than him. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to just make you so I promise. Happy. I promise it's not. Uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray, you are taller than him. No. Okay. Bill, Mar- Bill Murray's big. Bill Murray's big. Okay. John Mayer. You are taller than him. No, I'm not. Oh. Is it? Yeah, dude. I actually, I got further from being okay. Uh, <laughs> Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell's tall. Will Ferrell's taller than you. That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. Uh, uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon is shorter than you. That's correct. Yeah. Ice T, the rapper. I see is shorter than actor. you. That is correct. We talked about this. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. That is weird because he's pretty cool. Chris Pratt is taller than you. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. Mm-hmm. Usher is shorter than you. That is correct. You're doing really well. I am. NBA star Chris Paul. Is taller than you? Is not. Really? <laughs> yeah, he's six foot. Why? Uh, he's a point guard. I mean, I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't know why I asked. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. And so, uh, as you know, one of my dreams is to play Batman yeah. in a movie. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> so, Robert Pattinson? And or Bruce Wayne. Okay. Not only Robert Pattinson. We're going to go through every, every actor that's <laughs> played Batman. <laughs> That I could come up with that without Googling a list of Batman. Okay. Batman. Adam West played Batman in the 1966 Shorter Batman. than you. Uh, no. He's taller than me, but barely. Okay. He was like 6'2 six six two two? or something. Okay. Michael Keaton. I can't even conjure up an image of what that person looks really? like in my head. He was in, a, he was in The Founder, that movie about McDonald's. What makes you think I would have ever seen that? <laughs> it was so popular on Netflix. <laughs> I didn't watch it. Birdman. No. Okay. Well, he played Batman. <laughs> yeah, I think he's shorter than you. That is correct. Okay. I'm way taller than him, actually. He's like 5'9". Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, George Clooney. Is just barely taller than you. No. Just barely shorter than you? I imagine you're at Clooney height. No, but I there is someone on this list who I I am a perfect match with. Okay, I think on this Batman list. Who is what's Clooney? Clooney. Uh, I didn't write it down. Michael. <laughs> I so just we'll doing, never know. I was just doing pass or fails. The only one I wrote down was Michael Keaton because I was really shocked. Also, John Mayer because he's six three and I didn't I did not expect that. So, are you taller than him though? I am taller than George Clooney. Yes. Okay. All right. Christian Bale. Is that the one that you're an exact match with? No. Um, you're shorter than Christian Bale. I'm taller than Christian Bale. Okay. Val Kilmer. I don't know who that is, Michael. He played Batman? I know, I know. <laughs> uh, you're taller than Val Kilmer. I'm taller than Val Kilmer. <laughs> ben Affleck. You're on par with Ben Affleck. No, he's way, way bigger sh- than me. Way bigger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's okay. like 6'5 or 6'4. That's hilarious because weren't like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon like 
tight. Yeah, they and were they buddies. Ha- they have like a comic they, height difference. They, I love yeah, that. they were pretty different. And then Robert Pattinson. On par? Yeah. I like that. Robert Pattinson's my height. So you're the same height as Edward Cullen. That's exactly right. Wow, that means for a time I was Boa. That's true. Wow. So. <laughs> that actually is doing a lot for me. I'm as tall or taller than most of the men who have played Batman. Okay. <laughs> so I feel like. I could do it. You could build the case. Is what I'm saying. You could fit in the suit. I could fit in the suit. Certainly. Yeah. I could fit in Robert's suit for yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Although he looks, he's a little petite, I think. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I think I'm bigger than him. You think you could fight him? No. I, I think he'd beat me out probably. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Especially Robert, especially Batman Robert Pattinson. Oh, yeah. I maybe could have beaten up Has there been like a first Edward look Cullen. or anything? As there, I, there have been some photos. I'm interested. I am too, and I think he's going to do great. You do? I absolutely I do. I love him. I really believe in Batman Robert Pattinson. I, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I do believe in him, yeah. Yeah. I like him. He got COVID, so the the production had to shut down for a while. Yeah. But there have been a couple photos leaked, and I think... It's going to be good? I think he's going to do well. I kind of want to see. If I Google just like Robert Pattinson Batman pictures, do you think it'll come up? Yeah, for sure. It's just a couple stills. Um. But I, dude, yeah, I have full faith in him, actually. I think, I think he's going to kill it. I, di- I did not think Ben Affleck was going to kill it, and he didn't. And he did? He did not. He did not. No. No, no, no. Oh, he looks good. Yeah, dude. Michael, this might be a Matman movie that I am willing to watch. Okay. I like that. And I've said that on recording. Yes. I like that a lot. We're going to watch it. Okay. That's fine with me. It's going to be cool. Robert Pattinson, I will say... Yeah, he doesn't match the image of Bruce Wayne that I have in my mind. But I think he's going to be a great Batman. I love that. And we need a new Bruce Wayne, you know? So who do we know who his villain is going to be? <sighs> I'm sure a more dedicated fan would. Because But it, I don't remember. Because it wouldn't be Jared Leto Joker, right? No, no, no. Okay. That's different. Different cinematic that's, universe. That's Ben Affleck's okay. stuff. Well, yeah. but, but then who was Heath Ledger's Batman? Christian Bale. Oh. Yeah. I oh, there's so many white men. There are so many white men. Uh, who else played the Joker? Yeah. The first one was Adam West. Like there was a Joker in that one too. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then of course Kevin Conroy's Joker was Mark Hamill. Yeah. In the yeah. animated series, uh-huh. as we all know, yeah. Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of, I guess Batman. Ugh. Oh. Uh, we watched that. We watched the first episode of that animated Harley Quinn show. The yeah, last dude. Time I was at your apartment, and I don't think I cared for it. No. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, a couple things. <laughs> okay. I think they were really psyched that they could do an adult quote unquote cartoon. I feel we should set the stage. It's a. It's an animated show on HBO. About- it was originally on DC's streaming platform, okay. but that has since gone under. So now it's on HBO Max. And it's 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 a cartoon, but it's like a Rick and Morty kind of cartoon where they don't do that. <laughs> well, where they do cuss words and, and they do do cuss words. Yeah. 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 And like. There's weird gore in it as well. Yeah, a lot of gore. I didn't like it. It's about Harley Quinn, and she's played by the Big Bang Theory lady. Kaylee Coco. Kaylee Coco. Coco. Yeah. Uh, Is that how you say it? I have no clue. (laughs) I have no clue. I don't even know if her name's Kaylee, to be honest with you. I think it is, Okay. Well, yeah, and so we watched. I was kind of excited for it because I am a huge fan of the guy who plays Scarecrow in that show, Raul Coley, but... I don't know. I haven't watched it since since that. Yeah. I it definitely 
I wasn't psyched on it. Yeah. No, it, it didn't feel good. They got to too me. excited to say cuss words. They did. And so they were just saying a lot of cuss words. Uh-huh. Which is off-putting. Yeah. And it, there again, a lot of gore. I just yeah. don't care for animated gore or real gore, really. But, and it's like, it doesn't, they could have done different things with the art style to make it feel better. Also, I really needed... It looks like a kid's cartoon. I needed Kaylee Cuckoo to uh, really either commit to the Jersey accent or whatever the fuck it is, or yeah. just leave it alone. Yeah. And she does she, it sometimes, yeah, which it, is weird. It was weird. Yeah, I wanted the Jersey accent. Yeah. It's weird that... The, yeah. Whatever. I don't like it. Whatever. I don't like it. Well, yeah, but that was a Batman property you kind of watched. Yeah. So you saw Batman. You're welcome. Commissioner Gordon's pretty funny in that show, because he's all stressed out and like a maniac. Oh, and that's funny. That's... Stress is funny. It's kind of funny. Because he would be. Yeah. Like, no one ever interprets him that way. He's but a, he, He's a government employee. Yeah, he would be losing his mind, I'm sure. Right. With all these criminals running around. Right, and Batman. And Batman. Yeah. Trying to help him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the point is, Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Is going to be great, and you're going to watch it. Sure. Speaking of things you're going to watch. Oh, no. I downloaded the Mary-Kate Nashley yes. Mystery Mall Badness. Magical Mystery Mall. Magical <laughs> Mystery Mall. Thank you. <laughs> Because I found out on speed speedrun speedrunning speedrun.com whatever I don't know it autocorrects when I type it you in my browser <laughs> yeah I just like, type it sp you want, and it you goes fucking nerd <laughs> uh, yeah I found out that the emulator is counts. totally good it totally yeah. counts it's not its own category it's it's in there yeah and there are only three people with scores yeah and so I just have to beat three people to get the world record in that game yep. For for uh, eagle-eared listeners will know that uh, <laughs> Michael is going to speedrun Mary-Kate and Ashley Magical Mystery Mall because it was my favorite PlayStation game as a kid in that it was the only PlayStation game I played as a kid. Yeah. Um, and when I achieve... And when you achieve speedrunning history and glory, yeah. I have committed to watching the entirety of the Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball, I guess. We'll just do Z. We'll I don't want to play through that. Yeah. Okay. That's a it, that's a lot already. Okay, so yeah. I'm gonna watch all of Dragon Ball Z. I am a huge Dragon Ball Z fan. Yeah. And I one summer rewatched it in its entirety and the movies, I guess, as well, with a friend of mine mm-hmm. who was equally as dedicated to this process, and it did take us all summer. Yeah. Just so you have an idea of how long this is going to take. I think it's incredible, but also potentially speaks to uh, my own level of selfishness uh, that I managed to date you for two and a half years and have never seen an episode of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, but I told you, I, I recited it all to you. Yeah, that's true. So. Yeah. That's, you know. But I'm sorry that I never indulged you in your interests. I would have been embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If it would have come, if it would, if you would have watched Dragon Ball Z in any other way than me achieving a world record speed run in your favorite <laughs> game as a child on PlayStation, uh-huh. I would have felt weird about it. Okay, yeah. but but this is I've set up because you're good... not going to like it, right? Right. No, I don't imagine. Yeah, I don't imagine that I will. But I'm very excited to fuck my world up by trying to beat this game. Yeah, I'm excited for you to has. get so angry at this me little too. little girl game. Me too. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. I'm so excited for you to text me angrily that you can't get the right score in this fashion show game yes. or whatever. Yeah. I'm actually super psyched on that. Yeah. And for listeners, I have downloaded OBS. I will be recording this process. Yeah, sometimes and, I'll be there. And sometimes you'll be there. Yeah. 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 And, and then and hopefully maybe 
after you do that, we can also somehow document my Dragon Ball Z journey. Yes. And we'll make some kind of ancillary media property surrounding this podcast. I think that'd be great. And the My X and I brand. Yeah. 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 I'm very excited to lose my mind. We have made ancillary media properties before in the form of a video where we played the newlywed game, but the editor on that project has really dropped the ball on kind of getting that out. So I don't really know what the timeline is on that or if that's ever going to come out. So I'm sorry to anybody who was like looking forward to seeing that. I feel your pain because I was too. Um, We really got to hire some better help or something. We've had like three people ask about it. Yeah. (laughs) Or multiple people ask about it. Yeah. Yeah. I need to finish it. I think about it at least once a week Uh and I'm like, God damn it. I need to do that. Yeah. But then it's like, I need to edit the clips of the new episode and, you know. You got so much to do. (sighs) Also, I've just been depressed generally. But I feel great. Yeah. Yeah. We were talking about this. You have started therapy and you have like an an anxiety workbook. Yep. I just ordered a self-help workbook for myself. Hey, man. They're great. Um, Because your girl needs some help. Yeah. Uh, so we're getting through it. And workbooks are great. Yeah. I you kind of feel like you're at school. Right. I kind of want to go to brain school, I yeah, think. Yeah. I think I need to go to happy school. Um, yeah. That's yeah. the best. How's therapy going? Pretty well. Nice. Not too bad. Right on. Uh, I have not felt like, I don't know. I feel like I was like so excited to participate at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But then like the last week was a weird mental health week and I just didn't even feel like trying to fix it yeah you know what i mean like yeah. I, ha- I had no energy to unpack it even yeah and i was just kind of like Meh. yeah but well, she let that happen which is kind of nice that is nice yeah yeah because i don't think every week you're gonna come to the table ready to fucking yeah just fucking go through it no you know yeah there's no way yeah you can't do that no sometimes you just need to be sad i mean this whole week i i told you i kind of cleaned up my place before you got here but it's still in kind of rough shape because I just had to this this week for the like my brain I just had to let my whole fucking house yeah get disgusting that happens to me too it's just what I have to do yeah to keep my brain protected yep I just had to say we don't care about these dishes we have to do work and we have to not end our life yeah 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 so. yeah 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 that is that is <laughs> something that happens to me constantly of just like well I need to do my job yeah. To pay for this. Right. And so I that's all I can focus right. on. Right. I'm going to do that and then everything else, fuck it. Right. Yeah. Fuck it. Pet my cats. Pet the dogs. Bennett's falling off the chair. I clean the litter boxes. Nice. Always because I, I can't handle one of them peeing somewhere. Right. Yeah. Right. No, that would break you, I think. It would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if, yeah. yeah that's true. It would make it worse yeah. than yeah. The, the idea of cleaning up cat pee in anywhere other than a litter box is worse than the idea of just cleaning out the litter box. I think that's why I like, I still take them for walks and I still like, like there, there's a base level of care task that I can do when I'm at my maximum just because, or my minimum, just because I know that if I don't do them, it will render me make other things worse. Yeah. Yeah. It it will completely break me. Yeah. And that's important to know about yourself. And it is. Yes. And you know what? We're doing it. We're doing it. And we're getting through it. And I feel great. I feel also great. Uh, this is a weird kind of uh, note to go out on, so I'm going to steer us back into it's Good a, idea. It's time for the bad bio of the week, everybody. Oh, nice. Okay. Hell yeah. Time for um, this one. So I did read this to you um, before we started recording just because I did want to make sure that um, I hadn't read it before. Um, and we're not sure. We're not sure. I don't think I have. I don't think so either. But uh, there is 
just a, a small little nugget afterwards that I think that might, you might be tickled by. Okay. Um, so this bio comes to us from AJ25. <laughs> he says... Like he submitted it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he says, don't match with me unless we can tell each other one real thing off the top of our head. Yeah, okay. I like this. Yeah. Because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. This, I feel like other dudes have used this strategy, and that's why I thought you had read this bio before, because yeah. I don't know what he means. Mm-mm, mm-mm. One real thing off the top of my head, the, the, the world is made of matter. Bananas are yellow. Bananas are yellow. Is that what you want? Is that what you want? But it's not. It's not. He wants like a real thing. A real thing. You know? Like when someone says they want real food. What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. Um, the little nugget that I thought you would appreciate his uh, anthem on Tinder Ooh. is is Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers. Oh no. <laughs> AJ? Yeah. Oh he AJ. Just, he just wants one real thing. He just wants one one real thing. And yeah. Phoebe Bridgers offers that for a lot of us. Yeah, truly. Sometimes she's the only real thing. It's true. Mm-hmm. I have stopped beginning my day with Phoebe Bridgers. That's good. By the way. That's good. Yeah. It's more of an end of the day. Because you recommended that. Yeah. And so I have been starting with a Lizzo or, you know, something more upbeat. I would recommend some funky jams that are going to set you up for a good time. Funky jams. Like the guy from Eurovision. Yep. That's true. I don't know what is... How to say it was name. very Icelandic. Yeah. So it's hard, it's hard to say. If you search Literally. Icelandic Eurovision contestant, I think his name is like Daddy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. I, yeah, I thought you were writing Daddy. Yeah, no. it's. Uh, I mean, he maybe. Maybe. I told you, you never he's know. He's kind of cute. He is. He's, he's I don't charming. get it. I get Like, it's. He's this little I, Icelandic string bean who's, yeah. who has awkward dance hands, and I am very charmed by like, it. Yeah, I, you know, usually I get it. I don't get it with him. Yeah, he's cute. But I get it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe I'll start with him. Uh, yeah. I've been looking for new jams because all I really have is Lizzo. Yeah. I keep saying her like she's my, just my example that I'm throwing out there. But really, it's because she's the only happy music. That yeah, she, she's kind of like your dopamine touchstone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which is a good one. Right. Oh, but certainly if you're going to have one. But I think you could expand. I think I could too. Yeah. And I don't know who though. Well. If anybody has any recommendations for music that Michael could start his day with that wouldn't make him sad, yes, uh, email my ex and I pod at gmail.com. Yeah, or DM us on Instagram. On Instagram or Twitter. Yeah, we, no one uses. I our don't Twitter. think we've ever tweeted. I've retweeted things. Okay. Yeah, but I don't know if we've ever made an original tweet. Should we do that? Maybe. I don't. Yeah, probably. Uh, it's hard. Marketing. Marketing's hard. <laughs> But I do think we, we should maybe get in the habit of, uh, you know, saying at the end of the episode, which is kind of where we are. Uh, yeah. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. Question oh, mark. Yeah. Um, at my ex and iPod. At my ex and iPod. Share the episode with people if you think that they would like it. If yep. you like it, we would appreciate that. We don't really know how to market this podcast. And this is we've, great. we've experienced some some growth and we're really into that, but we don't really know how to make more happen. True. So it starts with you, listener. Only you can prevent forest fires. I love this. Thank you. Yeah. Um, also, thank you to Ryan Chernick for our intro and Landon Tours for our theme music. Yep. 
uh, we should start saying that more because we do still appreciate it. Also true. Um, this is great. You're yeah, killing it. I'm killing the Don't outro. Don't drop the ball now. Killing the outro. Um, okay, well then, fuck it, Michael. <laughs> fuck it, Michael. You know what I'm going to say? Fuck I'm it. I'm going to say, fuck it. I'm going to say, good, good night, night, New York. York. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Killed it. <laughs>